as we're recording this, it is now September 10th, one day before 9-11, and this pod actually won't be dropped till Sunday, so, you know, our thoughts of tonight's Megan game and tomorrow's Met game will not be heard till, till Sunday, and a part of that reason is... I got a couple predictions to be made, and I want to wait so it can breathe, and I'll, and I'll either sound really, really smart or boo-boo the fool. So, one of many predictions. The first one. The New York Yankees will win the series in Queens this weekend. That's right. I said it. You heard it here first. Well, you'll hear you'll hear it here last. But I'm saying it first. They're gonna win this series in Queens this weekend. They're gonna lose tonight. So, which will make all of us sour. But tomorrow, doing it for New York. Me, James, and Ben in the building. Everyone who was able to get a ticket, I heard they're sold out. I I heard ticket prices were very, very expensive. So, for, for everyone who's in that building tomorrow, God bless you. The Yankees are winning tomorrow. The Yankees are winning the game tomorrow. They're going to go on the Sunday. 1-1 tie. And you know what? I'll even go even a little further. Red Sox lose Saturday as well. I, I, I don't know what to do tonight, but Chris Sale got COVID. So, but Red Sox are losing tomorrow. Rays, I don't care. The division's done. The Rays ain't playing the Red Sox, so I don't care what the Rays do right now. Sunday. And also, listening to yesterday's Carter and Roberts, Aaron Boone said, the plan is for Garrett Cole to pitch Tuesday. He's going he's gonna to throw a bullpen at some point this weekend. That's going to be the decider. That's the key. If bullpen goes good, he will pitch Tuesday in Baltimore. So, so that may or may have not been reported yesterday. That will definitely be reported before you heard it. Hear this, but you heard her first here. But you'll hear it last, you know, because I'm, I'm purposely waiting to release this podcast. So, Sunday, spirits will still be running high from last night's beautiful 9-11 game. And whoever starts for the Yankees, they're just going to shove. And the Yankees are going to win. You know what? I'll even give a score prediction. 4-2. And you know what? I'll even, I'll even give a score prediction for tomorrow. Eight five. Wow. There's gonna be a lot of home runs tomorrow. There's gonna be fireworks. You know, you know what? I'm just gonna say right now for the Yankees. Judge Rizzo Gallo. Boom. Homer. They homer. Boom. It's done. Put it in the books. And 
since they're big stars on a big stage. Francisco Lindor and Javi Baez home run Saturday too. I'll also say Conforto homers at some point this series. And you know what? Let's let's give the polar bear. Let's give the polar bear either a walk off or go ahead home run tonight, September tenth. You know he 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 did it in the Bronx. That big go-ahead home run game with a doubleheader. We we were at the bar watching the game. And Pete Alonso made all of us cry. So, those are a couple of 9-11 Yankee Mets big weekend. And this is a big weekend. This is a very big weekend for the New York Yankees. Right now, Jays are sniffing. The door, the door is 40% open. Not enough to where they can get in yet, but it's there. Right now, top spot is locked. The Yankees can't do shit right now, game back. So, if Yankees do truly lose tonight, and Red Sox win, they could be two games back. If Yankees lose tonight, and Jays win, boom. Currently out of the playoffs. So, with my scenario, by tomorrow... Hopefully, they be they move back into the wild card spot, and only be a game out of the top spot. Hopefully, if I'm right for Sunday, hopefully, will be a half game out of the top spot, which would be what right where we are, almost now. So, well, well, where we were yesterday. Before, you know, the Yankees just decided to not care about our feelings. Of course, because why would they? You know, we're just hard-paying customers who spend money, spend our time. And, and people have the audacity on Twitter to say, don't say we. Or, or this one lady account. If you're a grown man, class 22, and you wear a jersey with a grown man's name on the back, you're an idiot. Go scratch, lady. Keep... Keep your opinions to yourself, alright? No one cares about you. It's a stupid opinion. Unless unless you're buying these jerseys, respectfully, because you are a woman, respectfully, I'd like for you to go scratch. Just go away. Never come back. And second, before James speaks, also put a couple of NFL feelers out there, you know. Of course, now this this pod will will be out by 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 ten a.m. Sunday. So that's also why I'm doing NFL picks because you will you will hopefully hear them before kickoff. Um, but bef- but before that, this also has been going on the timeline. And I'm just going to set this up for James to give it a spike. I like when James spikes the ball. So James, prepare for this setup. Politics and 9-11. Go. Politics that has nothing to do with 9-11. And if you morons think that it is, you're stupid, you're dumb, and you're uneducated. Go play in traffic, stupid idiots. Keep going. We need more anger. Because 
you 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 woke idiots or whatever it is you want to call it. Whatever sports, listen, 9-11 is going to be 9-11 is happening this weekend, obviously, because you know Nixon dropping the pot on Sunday. People have lost their lives. Families have changed. Every single sports team in New York, one way or another, is honoring 9-11. The Mets are doing it. The Giants are doing it for their for their home opener against the Denver Broncos. You're honoring the victims. That has nothing to do with politics. It was a national terrorist attack on New York City. And you think it's political? Go scratch. Go read or go, go play in traffic. You're idiots. You're moron. You're a brain dead moron. All of you. You're idiots. Shut up. Go read the room. Man, you know, scream them out. As, as Don McGregor said, if I see one post, one post, because Nick knows I'm reserved. If I see one post, whether it's a 9-11 joke, whether it's the people that think that politics are mixing because of 9-11, I'm going to lose it. I will get suspended. I'm going to chew you out. And, you're mo- and oh, oh, you're all a bunch of idiots. Stupid, moronic, brain-dead idiots. No brain cell. You're a loser, and your opinions don't matter. Go off, King. You dropped this crown. I love it. Not only did you spike that ball, you spiked the ball so goddamn hard. Not only did the ball go through the net, there's a little bit of flames on the net. People people are trying to spray it out. You hit a poor, innocent volleyball player girl in the face. Okay? And she now, you know, has the mark in the face of, you know, the ball. And it's just like there. And it's all red. You see the lines. You see the marks. But that is awesome. That is super, super cool. And also, I want to read a cool tweet that was by Pinstripe Pizonomy. So she tweeted this an hour ago, and this is so factual. Just a reminder for tomorrow. For all you idiots that don't think before you type, before you post a conspiracy theory, judgment joke, or any opinion about what you perceive 9-11 to be about, remember that one of your fellow Americans knows someone that died. Moms, dads, sisters, brothers, sons, and daughters died. There are people that are still reeling from 9-11. That wake up every day remembering it like it was yesterday. They still smell the smoke and hear the planes in their nightmares. So grow up for once and respect your fellow men. This is so true. Couldn't even be more true it is true truer sin that is how true this is and people just have to be respectful and this is one of those times if you have nothing nice to say if you have nothing positive Nothing to say. Shut your mouth. Sit this one out. 
go away or be prepared to get ratioed. And I'm going to, this is on a different topic, but some people on Twitter don't know what ratio means. This is an example. And this is a killing. James Saw, James Saw, so he'll know what I'm about to talk about. But people think Jeff Passing kills people. Nah, 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 homie. The wonderful Jenna Lane of ESPN covers the Bucks. So this clown, Daniel Vaughn79. And I didn't see this till this morning. But he had the audacity. 9.35 last night. No offense to women, but if your sports show is two women talking, your show is a dud. So Jenna tweets, comments, replies, because it's the closest you've ever been to two women at the same time. And the reason why this is a ratio, six retweets. You may, you, you may not think that's a big deal. It's not. 150 likes. Some people would just consider that a loner ratio. But the, the big thing that truly makes a ratio. The cool tweets. The retweet with comments. 118. Now you have 118 different people. Not only... Sharing that tweet, but giving their view on how poor and pathetic that was to say. And there's been a other couple of comments yesterday, and they'll always continue. But man, and even this past week, people saying... Football's becoming way too feminine. Too much women are coming in the sports world. Sports are just for men. What are we doing? No one cares about your opinion. No one needs to hear your opinion. Alright? You need to shut up. And you need to just go scratch. And there's a very good account on Twitter... I followed it yesterday. I think it's on her turf. Yep, on her turf. And they talked about all 12 women who's currently in the NFL. Multiple teams. But the sad part is, it's only 12. There are several teams who do not have a woman coach. And also, too... ESPN made a huge mistake. Maria Taylor killed it last night. Also, too, for the stupid corny idiots. Her sleeves are covered up, wore a nice suit. So none of you could say, oh, she's showing too much skin. That was a big tweet around last year about that. I think I think during the NBA or WNBA game. But on her turf. Say hello to the record 12 women coaches kicking off the NFL season tonight. And this was from yesterday. So first, Lori Locust, 
assistant defensive line coach of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Katie Sowers, assistant running back coach of the Chiefs. When you first heard her name, she worked with the 49ers. Je- Jennifer King and Angelica Grayson, assistant running back coach and linebackers interim for Washington football team. Jennifer King, very big on Twitter. So those three names you've all heard of. Here's another one. Here's another one you heard of. Callie Bronson, chief of staff of Cleveland Browns. Now, now there was a little controversy with 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 her a couple months ago. I believe she got a DUI, but she's she's one of the one women. Now most of these names you do not know. Morel Javidar, strength and conditioning coach of the Tampa Bay Bucks. Em, em, Emily Zaller, or Zoller, I'm sorry if I mispronounced her name. Player performance assistant, Denver Broncos. Alex Hanna and Jada Gibson, receivers intern and defensive back intern for the Cleveland Browns. Sophia Lewin, offensive line, offensive assistant coach for the Buffalo Bills. Tessa Grossman, intern for the Atlanta Falcons, and Heather Marini, intern for the Tampa Bay Bucks. So go Tampa Bay Bucks. For just from reading all that, you are the most team that hired women, and also congrats to the Bills. Congrats any team that does it, but. Not congrats just because they're hiring women. Congrats because just, and, and this may come off a little hypocritical because I'm so far against the Rooney Rule, but this is even more bigger because most teams won't hire minorities by the color of their skin, but they get hired. Up until now, and even still, 12 is not enough. There are so many teams that won't hire women just because they're women. So, I'm going to say that's worse. It is not cool. End of the day, it's all bad. But if you're capable to do the job, your color, your sex, your gender shouldn't matter. And I know I'm saying this to a hole in the wall. A lot of people know this. But it's one thing to know something. It's one thing to do something. So if you're not going to do something, then shut your mouth. So please follow follow that account on her turf. And just support women. Support good, hard, honest working people on Twitter. Share their stuff. It's free. If you don't want to talk to them, if you don't want to associate with them, share their stuff. And you know what? If you share their stuff, they'll probably share your stuff too. Um, and this was just on Twitter. The Browns are listing Odell Beckham, Jadavian Clowney, Grant Depot, Ronnie Harrison, J.C. Treader questionable for Sunday's game versus Chiefs, and that's big. So possibly not having Clowney and Odell, that's going to be much more easier for the Chiefs to win. Because if Browns are full strength, that would be a hard, harder game. So before I make predictions, oh, and by the way, quick congrats to Joy Taylor, who's getting her new show. Yes, she is. So the Joy Taylor show keep, starting Saturday from two to four. That's right. So so keep going down with that. 
and I just see Adam Schefter, NFL slant on my Nickelodeon where at 7 p.m. Wednesdays with CBS's uh-huh. Nate Burlinson, Nick star Young Dylan, and some enterprising young reporters named Dylan Schefter serving and as correspondent per sources close to the family. And of course, yep. that's Adam Schefter's daughter, who's been famous over the last couple of years at the Pro Bowl. So, congratulations, Shefty. You more deserving. And, and of course, before James speaks, before I make predictions, you know, Elijah Moore is gonna get his chance to shine because Crowder will. He ain't playing. Yep. Um... Number one, I was just about to, I was just about to say that big congrats to um, Dylan, um, Dylan Schefter, Adam Schefter's daughter, for getting this opportunity with um, Slime Time. You know, obviously, Nick, you know, I have, I have a young niece, so and she when she really enjoyed the Slime Time wild card game between the Bears and Saints. So when I tell her this, dude, she's gonna be excited because this is really cool for kids. Good job, Nickelodeon, and also having a kid demographic, especially Nate Burlington, who's, he was a good NFL receiver, but man, his post-career, man, is taking off, so really, big congratulations to that, that's number one. Number two, um, I got a couple of um, 9-11 um, predictions between Mets and Yankees. Number one, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go a step further. I think the Yankees are going to sweep the Mets. Mets are gonna get swept out the building. Ooh. I'm got you know, like I said, I make myself look like a clown, so I'm gonna I'm gonna double down. Um, you know, you've been more white than I have, but I'm 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 gonna go with the shin shipping. Yankees are gonna not they're gonna win. They're gonna sweep. They're gonna sweep the Mets. I think you're gonna see Judge Rizzo and Gallo hit home runs. I'm gonna. I think that Lindor will hit a home run, and so will Baez. I agree with that. I think. Um, I think um, Yankees are going to have a. I think Andrew Heaney, and this is where I'm going to be more wild. I think Heaney is going to help the Yankees win. Don't do it! Oh my arm. God! Oh my yes. God! I'm go. I'm. I'm tripling down. I'm tripling down. That's exactly what I'm tripling down. I'm going down with the ship. Yes, I am tripling down. And yes, yes, Heaney, I think you're a bum. I still want you off the team. But just for this weekend, you're going to contribute to the Yankees sweeping the New York Mets. So those are my big, big predictions for this, for the Yankees Mets 9-11. I do think, and I'll go go a step further, 9-11, like the 10th, Yankees are going to win 7-6. to six. Game-winning home run by Joey Gallo in the ninth inning. 9-11. Yankees are going to win 10-2. to two. It's going to be a blowout. Whoa. It's going to be a blowout. It's going to be a massacre. It's going to be great. And Heaney is going to pitch three scoreless innings to help the Yankees the win. That's fuck right. Out of here, That's bro. right. I said it. That's right. I said it. I said it. And then Sunday... It's going to be a 3-2 Yankee victory. You heard it here first. That's my predictions for 9-11. Yeah, 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 yeah. Listen, listen. I'm going to give you one second of urban renewal and faith and switch it up, whatever you want to call it, to take that bullshit Heaney prediction back. Nope, I'm dying with it. (laughs) 
shutout innings, really. Three. Three shutout innings. Three. Oh, Three. my. I'm God. probably going to be wrong, but screw it. <laughs> Man, here I thought my prediction was ballsy. Not only is yours ballsy, you obliterated life. You obliterated the word prediction. You also hopped on my home run predictions, you clown. Man, can't you find your own train? You gotta copy me with that. You, man, you clown ass. You, oh, you make me sick doing that. But, um, before we get up and get out of here, you know, because it's Friday, we got shit to do. We got some more NFL footballs this week. Last night, a wonderful game by, you know, Tom Brady, you know, getting more wins. Now 6-0 career against the Cowboys. So, all Giant fans can just say thank you to Tom Brady for making the Cowboys last in the NFC least. So, I'm going to give you five picks. Not not with the point spread, just straight picks that I know are going to win. And I hope to be 5-0 and with these five picks. If James wants to give you picks, that's him. But this is just my thing, well, because, you know, I'm me. So, I'm going to go from 5 to 1. So, the fifth, the fifth game that I think... Will be a victory. Jacksonville Jaguars over Houston Texans. Trevor Lawrence. Is going to dominate. 200 plus yards. Three touchdowns. No interceptions for his first NFL victory. How about that? Number four. Jets over the Panthers. Now Sam Darnold going to be hyped. He's going to play well. He's going to play a great first quarter. Two touchdowns. 140 yards. Second quarter. He's going to drop down. Second half. Definitely going to drop down. Zach Wilson. Down by three in the first quarter. Down by six in the second quarter. Up by seven in the third. Jets win that game by 13. Minimum. Number three. Very detailed here. Seattle over Indianapolis. Carson Wentz. Who knows what's going to happen. But Russell Wilson has to... Remind people who he is, even though I don't think that much of him. He's still a very good quarterback. So, they're going to win that game. Number two. And I'm staying away from the game I care about just because you you don't do that. You don't bet on your own team. You don't do stuff like that. And even though I think he's a scumbag... And the biggest pile of shit in the planet. 
Packers over New Orleans. New Orleans lost to Breeze. Michael Thomas may or may not play. You know, no, no Latavius Murray. He just signed with the Ravens. So, I say, hey. Well, hey. Aaron Rodgers, light that shit up. And my number one. For, for the most of y'all, you probably think, hey. He may pick the Chiefs over the Browns. James might say, ooh, look at you picking the homeboy. And I'm here to tell you, fuck you, guy. Hell no. Hell no, that's not my number one lock of the week. You out of your goddamn mind, buddy. The number one lock of the week. And this will make James smiley. Super smiley. That is the charge over the football team. My man, Justin Herbert, is going to go down to Washington. He's going to say, I heard y'all got a good front seven. Chase, I heard you want to twist me to a grilled cheese sandwich. I heard you want to go so fast to light me up like Christmas tree. But, I heard, fuck that. 400 yards, four touchdowns. One pick, Char- Charters win by 17 plus. Ooh, I'm smiling. Quickly, I'm going to make I'm gonna make three cricks, but quickly, I want to say, Tim the Tapman tweeted yesterday, <laughs> on top of the world, knowing the Cowboys are going to win this. My man goes on the bottom of ESPN tweeted, says, delete this, please. And then our friend of the show, John Snyder, who does a great, podcast with Emily on Breaking Balls, he tweeted 25 minutes ago, it's really adorable watching other franchises slowly realize what the AFC East has known better over the last two decades. So I just wanted to give him, this is my clown of the week, so Tim the Tatman, you're a clown. The fact that you thought that the Cowboys were going to beat Brady, come on, son. Come on, son. Hong Kong! So, number three, and I will, like Nick, I'm going to be staying away from the Giants-Broncos because, obviously, I'm a Giants fan, and that's too close to me. So, number three, I'm going to go Ravens. Ravens are going to win the game over – Ravens are going to win the game over the Ram, over, over the Raiders. Because Why? Even though, listen, I know I know that the um, – I know that, the, that, that Lamar Jackson um, – he lost a couple of weapons. He lost some of his two running backs. But I don't trust the Raiders. I I, ha- I have no faith in the Raiders. I think the Raiders are are a little are very overrated. They're going to have a down season, especially in the AFC West with Herbert and my homeboy. So I got Lamar Jackson beating the Raiders in Vegas. Number two, I got the L.A. Rams beating the Chicago Bears. It's really that simple. The, Ra- the Rams are... The, are, are if not, if not for the Bucks, they they would be the best team in the NFC, and the Bears are, you know, the Bears. So, and number one, hold up, hold up, hold up. You're not going to give a Stafford prediction. What the fuck is wrong with you? Stafford is prop. Stafford's going to go. He's going to he's going to go off on the Bears defense. I'd say he's going to throw um twenty five of twenty eight, uh about three eighty um four TDs one pick. And 
Rams is going to come in there and just roll at home against Chicago. And Andy Dalton's going to do Andy Dalton things. So that's that. And number one, I've been going back and forth with this. Nick's probably going to be a little upset where I'm going to go. But, but maybe he won't. I'm going to go with Matt Jones in the battle of the Alabama quarterbacks to beat Tua Tungavailoa at home against the Dolphins. I think Matt Jones is going to throw for three touchdowns, two picks. I'm still not sold on Tua. I think the Patriots' defense is legit. I do question the Patriots' receivers. I do love their tight ends, though. I do trust Bill Belichick because he's the GOAT of coaches. So I'm going to say Patriots defeat the Dolphins. Uh, I'm going to go 24-21, driving in. Patriots get a game when they field goal. Time expires. Patriots win. Alright, this is where you're confusing the fuck out of me. Why would I not like that? Because I don't know if you like me picking against my team, me picking your team. Because sometimes, you know, my track record being right is not that great. So I don't know if you would like that. That's why. You know what? That's why. Since you just remind me of that, fuck you and fuck your pick. (laughs) You know, you did it. You did it on purpose. I was a gentleman and a scholar. What? I did not stay, do no stay such thing. Away, I, stayed away from your G-men. I, I, I even had the world giving a football team a loss, which is a big three-horse race for, for your division. But no, you say fuck me. Fuck that is not teams. true. That is not true. I true. I do like Matt Jones. I think, as I said this before, I think Matt Jones is gonna have a is gonna have a very long career in the NFL. So I believe in Matt Jones. Man, you know what? Off, off, off that shit. Everybody, enjoy your Friday. Nine eleven tomorrow, please. Be respectful to each other. Care about one another. Nothing nice to say. Shut your mouth. Good day, sir. Don't say nothing. And wrestling sucks.